Hey, 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 it's a Friday. That means it's time for another Fantasy Fiction Friday episode. I know, I know, I've missed the past few weeks. First, we went to Disney World. Woohoo! That was fun. Then with the dawn of the new year and some new ideas for which direction to take this show, I got caught up in a project to revamp my website to get clarity on that new direction. The website is still a work in progress, and I hope to have it up and running in all of its glory by the end of January. Stay tuned for the big reveal. But I've missed reading my story, especially since we left off with Javen knocked out. It's time to revive him here in chapter 24 of The Dragon Collector. This is one of my favorite chapters. In it, Javen makes a decision to stick to his strengths rather than do what others think he should do. And that's the crux of this whole story. The premise, if you will. It's kind of a life motto I abide by and a truth I am building my business on. That truth is this. You always find a way to do what you dream when you stick to your strengths. Do you want to be an author? Explore genres, experiment writing, different types of stories. Pay attention to what comes easily and what causes you to want to pull your hair out. Then do more to build those natural skills and less around those things you struggle with. Even if you don't want to be an author, the same principle applies. Discover your God-given strengths. Determine what you want that aligns with your strengths then find a way to do what you dream by sticking to those strengths. Okay, enough motivational chit-chat for today. Let's get to the story. It's Fantasy Fiction Friday. That means it's time for an escape break with author DK Drake. This is the part of the show where your host, author DK Drake, reads you a snippet of one of her stories. So if you're intrigued by a world where dragons exist and people live for hundreds of years, stay tuned for a show designed for sheer entertainment purposes. Still here? Fantastic. Prepare for adventure, for you are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 24. Stun Balls and Stalker Swords. Javen! Javen! Javen slowly became aware of Ravier shouting his name, slapping his cheeks and shaking his shoulders. What happened? Javen asked, rubbing his now throbbing head. Did I hit the target? No, but you did burn a hole in the ceiling. Javen looked up and inspected his handiwork. A hole several inches deep and wide, as well as a good 15 feet long, was seared into the dirt ceiling. Oops. You're not allowed to shoot the jolt blast anymore. Ravier stood and took a long, thick wooden pole with a sharp iron point off the wall. Get up. Try the spear. Maybe you can throw better than you can shoot. I can throw. Wait a minute. When Javen moved to get up, his leg knocked the box that had fallen with him. What's this? Javen pulled a leather belt out of the open box. What looked like tiny spiked footballs lined the back of the belt. Two black sheaths hung at an angle from either side of the belt, and each held a dagger roughly the length of Javen's arm. A spiked football like those on the belt topped the white handle of one dagger and the gray handle of the other. This is cool. Javen stood, strapped the belt on, and drew the daggers. Based on the angle of the sheaths, he drew the dagger on his right hip with his left hand and the dagger on his left hip with the right hand. Much to his surprise, there was a half-inch gap between the end of the handle and the beginning of the blade. Only a thin piece of steel connected the two pieces. Even more surprising, though, was the color of the sharp, simple, triangular blades. The blade on the dagger with the gray handle was black on one side and golden on the other. The blade with the white handle was streaked with red, orange, purple, and pink on one side, and blue, green, purple, and pink on the other. Put those away, Ravier said. They are useless toys, not weapons meant for a collector. Javen swished the daggers in the air, liking the balanced feel of the beautiful blades. I could do some damage with these weapons. 
What are they called? Ravier sighed. They're stalker swords and have been in the family for thousands of years. Kara, the wife of the third Collector King, made them as a way of honoring the four types of dragon stalkers. They're the only ones ever made and are for decoration, not for fighting. I'm not so sure. Javen studied the stalker swords in his hands. They felt strong and steady and ready for battle. I could fight with these. Nonsense. Put them back in their sheaths and take that silly belt off. Fine. Javen sheathed the swords. Before he took the belt off, though, he plucked one of the mini footballs off of it. It was sheer black with two rows of tiny white spikes, one where the seams would normally be on a football and another directly opposite it. He turned it over a few times, then gripped the unspiked sides using his first three fingers and thumb. One row of spikes faced his palm and the other faced out. What are these? More toys. They're called stun balls. They're only effective if you throw them with a precise spiral spin and deadly accurate aim. Hmm, interesting. Maybe all that football throwing practice he did this past summer wasn't going to be a complete waste after all. What do they do? If they're thrown with the right spin, claws come out of the tips midair. The claws attach to the target, and the spikes emit shock waves that render your target motionless for several minutes. Oh, can I throw one? Very few people have ever been able to make them work, which is why they are rare, useless, outdated weapons. Besides, you have to have a live target to make them work, and I don't want you throwing one of those spike things at me whether it stuns me or not. Javen was about to throw the ball at Ravier anyway when Hamilton's large frame spilled down the ladder. Hello, boys! Great morning, isn't it? He slapped his hands together and rubbed them back and forth. I hope you're ready to do some fighting, kid. Javen nodded toward Hamilton as he asked Ravier. Can I throw it at him? Ravier shrugged. Sure. Hamilton dropped his hands. Throw what at me? This. Javen cocked his arm back and flung the stun ball. It sailed toward Hamilton in a perfect spiral motion, unlocking the claws in the tip. The claws locked into the center of Hamilton's chest, followed by a high-pitched shriek. Javen wasn't sure if the shriek came from Hamilton or the ball, but he was sure that Hamilton was suddenly as still as a statue. For several minutes, Javen and Ravier circled the stunned Hamilton while listening to the low whir of the ball attached to his chest. Hamilton's eyes remained wide open as though he was frozen in time. I've never seen him this still or this quiet before, Ravier said. How long do you think he's going to stay this way? I don't know. I've never actually seen one of these balls work. Should I take it off of him? Not yet. Let's see if it comes off on his own. I think it's supposed to. Here, the boss. The longer Javen watched the frozen Hamilton, the more guilty he felt for attacking the man without warning. Just when he was ready to reach for the ball to revive the man, the whirring stopped, the claw retracted, and the ball clunked to the floor. Was that a... Hamilton shook his head and massaged his eyes. Was that a stun ball? Yes, Ravier said. Sorry, I didn't think he'd be able to make it work. Yeah, sorry, man, Javen said. Didn't mean to hurt you. Kid, you didn't hurt me, you just stunned me. He chuckled and slapped Javen on the back. Nicely done. And are you wearing the stalker swords? Wow, no collector has ever used stun balls or the stalker swords as his weapon. Most go with a standard backsword or bow and arrow. You're just full of surprises. Don't be absurd, Hamilton. Not even the dragons will take him seriously as a collector if he shows up to any fight with these toys. We're still trying to find his ideal weapon. He just happened to knock these down when he lost control of the jolt blast. Ravier held out his hand. Give me the belt, Javen. Javen hung his head and reached for the buckle. But giving up the belt didn't feel right. He knew he could learn to fight with these weapons. They were a much better fit for him than taut bows, mega swords, and overpowering jolt blasts. No, he said, crossing his arms. I've made my choice. Stalker swords and stun balls. No, Ravier said. He crossed his arms to match Javen. I won't allow it. 
I won't fight with anything else. No. Come on, Ravier, Hamilton said. It's brilliant. No one is going to be expecting him to use these antiquated weapons. The shock value alone could win him a dragon or two. Ravier huffed, then relented. You're sure these are the weapons you want to master? I'm sure, Javen said. I know I'm going to regret this. Ravier hung his head. And stalker swords and stun balls it is. Great! Javen turned to Hamilton. Thanks. No problem, kid. His entire demeanor changed to stone-cold seriousness. Now take off that belt. It's time to learn to fight with your fists. If you enjoyed today's Escape Break episode but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com. There you can become a DK Drake insider, secure your free starter library, and access all the books from the Dragonstalker Bloodline saga that are available for sale on Amazon. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight.